Hello, and welcome to Series 1, Episode 12 of Heart Points, a one-on-one actual play RPG podcast. I'm your GM and husband, Zach. And I am your player and wife, Diana. I don't know why I had such a hard time spitting that out. Did you forget that you were a husband? I, you know... Do you sometimes wish you could forget that you were a husband? No, never. Aww. I think I'm just a little sleepy, because we're doing an evening weekday podcast, or recording. Which we never really do. Which we generally try to avoid, but we had a very busy weekend doing what? I forget. Is it a wedding? Something. We were busy doing something. I don't think it was a wedding. It was something. In any case, we were very busy, I promise. Parties. Halloween parties. Halloween parties. parties, that's it. So we're now recording during the week, after work. At night, I'm a little sleepy. I have my tea. I'm gonna be okay. Let's we're gonna get through this. Let's do it. And we're getting back to the Segaranza campaign. Yes. Going back to our good friend uh, Sound. Sound. Yep. Who, when we last saw her, was in quite a bit of trouble. Yes. So, if you haven't listened to the last episode, stop listening now. Go back. Listen to the last episode. Okay. Cool. You're back. So, just a real quick recap of the episode you just listened to because I made you. Um, <laughs> Why would you have to recap it if you made them listen to it? Well, too bad. I'm making them listen to it. Real quick recap. <laughs> Sal went to the Guildhall meeting. Yes. Um, hung out with Pete Myth and... Who uh, definitely let her know that everybody knows who she is. That's true. Yeah. And that's important to note. Also met Sebastião, the yeah. uh, governor of Tsegaranza. Also met Messia and her orcish friend Megduda, mm-hmm. as well as Urbanu, who is uh, the head, the chief priest of Ukurasao. Right. Notable bad thing happened in that Messia sent a letter with a messenger to Forsa. Yes. Sal's hometown. Yep. And as Sal was heading home in a rickshaw. Right, I was heading well, to Flores. she was heading to Gilberto and Flores mm-hmm. to try and spend the night with them. She got stopped. I did. By a trio of chasers. I did. They were wearing flower suits on top of their... You know, don't they, like, cover up? Flower suits? You know, what's the, like, flower... Burlap? Yeah, there you go. Flower sacks. That's the word. You can't keep flower in burlap, can you? Don't you... Isn't that what you keep... Isn't that what you used to keep flour in? Wasn't it burlap? Do you? I thought... I think burlap's too porous. I've always thought of burlap as, like, potatoes. Oh. Maybe thick... Maybe, like, maybe heavy right. grain. Maybe you're right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't they matter. Were, they were covering their uniform that I know is beneath their sacks. And well, I'm about to get my butt kicked. One, Maybe. One guy you fought was City Guard. I that can assume. I can assume. You know what happens when you assume? You make an ass out of you. Oh, only. Okay. okay. Alright. That's how it goes. <laughs> I remember now that famous thing. <laughs> I'm so glad you do. But yeah, Sal uh, kind of jerks forward as as the rickshaw driver slams to a halt as mm-hmm. these three guys step into the road. And I think you're on kind of like a small side road. It's not like an alley or an arcade, but it's also not like a major artery through the city. It's right. kind of like a smaller road. Right. There's not really a lot of people around, although like the three or four people who are nearby do stop and kind of see what's happening and uh as i said the the three guys are standing kind of in the road in front of the rickshaw and the one in the center draws out a broadsword right i think it was a a young human male 
uh, is like stuttering at the 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 rickshaw driver mm-hmm. as these three forms start walking towards you, start mm-hmm. making their way towards you. Mm-hmm. The other chaser, the mi- chaser in the middle has a sword. Right. Another chaser has a like a a cane with a knob at the end. Okay. And a shillelagh or a mace. Right. And another one has a knife. And they're approaching you. What do you do? Sal has been through a lot on this particular day. At the start of her day, someone kidnapped her and Mm -hmm. took her to her, like, arch enemy who kept trying to fight her. And she was having none of it. She didn't want to fight her. Mm -hmm. And then she went to a guild hall meeting where eventful things happened, but not the kind of eventful she was hoping for. She's tired. I think she's a little bit cranky. And I think she's having none of this. I think she is having none of this. I think she steps out of the rickshaw and goes to the guy with the sword. You. I've had a long day. (laughs) You are unnecessary. Let's get this over with. And she starts on guard. Her move. I'm going to fight him. Oh, okay. Because I'm done. Done with this nonsense. Actually... Totally forgot that you had on guard. Was kind of hoping that you would forget too. Oh. <laughs> um, but no, no, that's good. Uh, it's sad that I forgot that you had on guard because you haven't used it a lot. Okay, all right. I'm rectifying that by murdering this broadsword man. Now, let me just say, just because you know I really wanted you to fight Messiah mm-hmm. and you refused, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you have to engage in this fight. Right. If you I, don't want to engage in no, this fight... No, I, I feel like I have to, and I feel like my character... By this point in her day is like, no, I'm done. I am done. I am very tired. I am very done. Okay. And I'm going to make this as quick as possible. This is the quickest way. So when you challenge someone to a duel... I engage them in one-on-one combat, whether they like it or not. After the duel begins, the following are true. If they break off the duel before either of you are defeated, I get some stuff. And then I get some stuff if they break it off to attack somebody else or if I break it off. But basically, I have to fight this person... Until either they give up or I win. Otherwise, bad stuff happens. And it's not super bad stuff, but it is unfortunate bad stuff I don't really want. And giving up can be as simple as they allow backup to come in. Right. 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 But you do get plus forward against them if they do that. Yes. So I'm getting my weapons ready. Getting my dice out. Getting my... My moves? Yeah. Ready. You draw you do draw your I draw rapier. I draw my rapier. Okay. I think behind their masks you see the three of these guys stop and they look at one another. And I think one thing that you notice as they're kind of standing there is that they look like the shades. Okay. They look like a cheap masquerade of the shades. Mm-hmm. But it's obvious that that's kind of the vibe that they're going for, right? The the shades had uh, the devils have these like massive flowing bodies that are that are seem to be made out of fabric, like that their pon- their burlap ponchos kind of mm-hmm. imitate. They have the the devils have those masks, the mask like faces that these guys' wooden masks sort right. of emulate. Right. You can tell that that's where their intimidation is coming from. They want to look like these devils. Right. I think the one with the maze kind of goes, "You afraid?" And the guy with the uh, sword laughs and goes and i think he uh he points a sword at you and i think the kid in the rickshaw is kind of like looking from you to this group and he is like looking around up and down the road and like at the people who are watching and he gets out of his rickshaw and he books it yep that's what i thought would happen this this guy with the sword 
takes a few steps forward and kind of like separates from the others and uh the duel begins yeah he draws his sword and i think he's kind of just he's staring you down and i just i i'm walking up i'm it's a casual walk no it's a walk with purpose in mm-hmm. my billowy pants mm-hmm. and i'm just going to attack him i'm done okay i'm also going to verbally Say things to him as I'm fighting. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think as you're walking up, he has his he has his sword out, and he's holding it in one hand, and he's talking to you. He's going, "Listen, if you just put down your sword and come with me, then we won't have to beat the shit out of you." You mean you won't get to try? Why do you want me? As I'm slashing him with my sword. All right. Well, hack and slash. That's an eight, but I use my dex, which is a nine. Which did not help me. Well, I mean, it helped, but... Yeah, it gives you nine? Yeah. All right. A middling thing. Sir, remember that it is a middling thing. <laughs> Don't chop off my head and a dragon roars in the distance. It's a middling thing, Zachary. I think he has his sword out when you attack. Mm-hmm. And I think when you do attack, you kind of clang against his sword. Mm-hmm. So instead of him doing damage back, you're going to do, you're going to roll twice and take worse. You're going to take disadvantage on this attack. I'm rolling d6s? Yeah. And you're going to take the lowest result. Six. Three. So uh, you, you do clang against his, you clang against his blade and kind of set him back and you, I think, take another, take another swing and and kind of get at him. Yep. Um, And he manages to to block them, Mm -hmm. like fairly successfully but you are you can tell he's like stumbling right he's he's falling back and you you did say you were gonna kick my ass how's that working for you as i continue poking and prodding and slashing he does not respond he just kind of like he because he's so busy like trying to defend and Mm -hmm. he's like grunting as your rapier clangs against his blade and uh but he does i think um you take a swing and he Tries to take an opening and he goes for uh, he goes for an attack. Okay. So uh, what do you do? I'm gonna. His sword is I'm going to defend myself and try and move it into an attack on him. How do you defend yourself? I feel like it would be an acting fast. I think it would be a dex move, and here's why. I think I guess it depends. Is he coming like overhead? Is he jabbing me? No, I think he's coming from like the side. The side? He's doing a swing so, from his so, inside to you. So either I am using my sword to do one of those fancy like moving your sword out of the way while mm-hmm. I also sidestep, or I'm just sidestepping out of the way while also trying to pa- poke him. All right, yeah. Want to defy danger? That's a six plus a dex is a seven. That's not a fail, sir. Your dex is only plus one. Yeah, my dex is only plus one. Okay. It was more impressive, I feel like, when my strength was negative one. It's only been two weeks since we played Dungeon World, and I already, I'm like completely like, oh, okay, yeah. So you managed to block his, Mm -hmm. block his blade as he swings at you, and he has what you think is an opening, Mm -hmm. but you're not entirely sure, Mm -hmm. which leaves you two options, essentially. Mm -hmm. You can try to break back and disengage as he goes on the offensive, Mm -hmm. or you can commit to that offensive and try to get rid of him. That's what I do. But possibly open yourself up. That's fine. That's what I do. Okay. My my HP is at a 14. Oh no, the cat thinks this is a toy. Does that does that count? Cuz the cat just it like fell out cuz the cat went into the thing. Does that count? I will let it count if I it's supposed kind to of count. Want. Okay. So what happened was Diana was about to roll. The cat jumped into the dice tray. And Diana just dropped the <laughs> dice, and they landed on, on a three. On a three. So does the count? I'll let it count. It'll count. It counts. That was for your hack and slash, yes. right? Yes. 
Yes, it counts. It counts. There's no way for it to not count. It counts. <laughs> Damn it, Cat! You were fine on the chair. So that is a three. I got a three. There is nothing I can do to save that. that right. is, I mean, I could use my luck, but I think it's too early in the fight for that. Yeah, I think you, you try to... Uh, you take this chance to try mm-hmm. and get at him and just completely blow past him, and he brings down the pommel of his sword on your back. Mm-hmm. So uh, take 1d6 damage. Well, that's a five. That was good. That was really good. I got a five there. Yeah. That's Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I th- so I'll be using my luck for the rest of this fight, guys. I'm at a nine. His, uh, I'm at half HP. Oh, also take an XP. Oh, that's right. I failed. Guys, I'm, I'm getting there. Two more HP. XP. Two more XP. He hits you with the pommel of his sword, and I think you go down. Yeah. And I think you hit the ground, mm-hmm. and you see him go to bring his blade down on you. I go for his knee or Achilles tendon, whichever is closest to me. Ow! Cat, you went into my dice box. <laughs> the cat just bit Diana for no reason. Ow. Why is our cat so bad? I don't know. All right, I'm but I'm, I'm hacking and slashing. For his either his Achilles tendon to bring him down immediately, okay. or his kneecap. All right. Because I'm on the ground. I feel okay. like that's probably like the best way. Or maybe his groin. How is my uh, angle? I think you are. You're at his feet. Yeah. All right. So I'm going for his Achilles tendon, his knee, or his Those groin. Those are three entirely different. It parts depends of the body. on my angle and how well I roll. Are you slashing or are you jabbing? How close is he to me? I'm at his. He's feet? He's within sword's reach because you're within his sword. Could reach. I poke his penis? It would bring him down. I'm just saying, if I poked just, his groin, yes, it would bring him down. Yes, Diana, you can do that. All right. This is why we don't record on weekends. <laughs> okay. Yes, you can jab. I'm going to do that move they do in the movies. No, hold on. I'm going to do that move they do in the movies where I put my sword up to his groin. Diana, no, just I'm, attack I'm going, him. Okay, I'm going, for his, I'm going for his Achilles tendon. It's better. I'm going that one. That's a six, seven. Okay. I go for his Achilles tendon. Oh, my God. Zachary, it's very important to the story where I'm attacking this man. This is a story-driven game. I have to be specific. I got a middling thing. Continue. TM. <laughs> I was aiming for his... So, uh, roll your damage. I got a six. Oh, shit. I seven. The Achilles tendon. Yeah. He um, can't walk. <laughs> were, you, were you slashing or jabbing? I, I was slashing. Now. Okay. Yeah, you slash out and you get him right in the ankle. And I think your rapier, he's, I think he's wearing like thick leather boots, but your rapier cuts right through it as he's about to swing down. He lets out this scream and kind of falls to the ground and is just like clutching his boot as mm-hmm. blood seeps through his fingers mm-hmm. and he's screaming and I think at this point the other two I think the one with the dagger runs to this guy that you've been fighting and this guy with the mace runs at you and I think you're still on the ground and he goes to swing at you mm-hmm. what do you do? the duel is over now I get plus one moving forward against him yes against the one that's on the ground yes so this guy with the mace comes at you, uh, and he goes to bring his mace down on you. Mm-hmm. What do you do? How heavy is this mace? Is it like a big heavy deal? Like, would it take some effort and time to swing? No, not particularly. Would I, would I have enough time to like roll away? Or should I hold my rapier up to... I'm, I'm defending myself. I'm deciding how I'm doing that. Yeah. Am I blocking it with... Trying to block it with my rapier, or am I trying to roll away? Would I have time to, like, quick move? 
Yeah. I feel like that might not work, though, if it's not heavy. I feel like that's more of a heavy defense. I'm defending myself. How? Well, I, I, I guess I'm trying to roll away if I feel like I can do that or I'm blocking it. But I don't know. Well, I don't know how this. I don't know how heavy it is. I don't know how big it is. It's like a, it's like a cane. It's like a cane. So then I'm going to defend by blocking with my rapier. I'm going to use. I'm going to try and use my rapier to block it. Okay, I think that is plus strength then. Okay, that's my thingy. And that is a highlighted stat, so, so you get XP for yay! it. Yay! Boom! That's a nine. Oh, mm, that's that's a nine. Oh, you're right. As a nine, you don't get any bonus for strength. Nope. But I do level up now because I hit all my XP. I counted wrong before. So. He comes up and he swings and you manage to raise up your rapier mm-hmm. and like hold uh, horizontally, yeah. Yeah. Block block the cane from coming down and it reverberates against your your rapier. I think he swings, bounces off your rapier, lifts the cane back up, and then he goes to kick you since you're on the ground. I'm rolling now. Can I roll? Yeah, I'm gonna right. roll out of the way. Roll plus dex. Well, that's that's a five. I'm gonna use my luck. So six plus one is a seven. I get a middling thing. Okay. You roll out of the way as as he goes to kick you. You can see the one with the dagger is pulling his friend mm-hmm. like away to mm-hmm. safety. Mm-hmm. But he is the guy with the cane is mm-hmm. still coming at you. Mm-hmm. So you can stay on the ground or you can try to get up and expose yourself to a swing of his cane. Where am I? On the street. You are rolling, I think, towards the rickshaw, like towards okay. the middle of the street. Okay. How close am I to the rickshaw? Seven feet. Mm, so it's not like in my next roll I could use it for defense. No. So, okay. I think I roll away again. Stay on the ground? Yeah. Okay. Because if I get a better roll, then I can stand up. Yeah, he takes a, I think after he kicks and you keep rolling, he takes another swing with his cane and it's coming down towards your head. And I'm continuing to roll. Yeah, you you take another roll. Yeah, I haven't stopped rolling. Ha ha, that's a nine plus dex is a ten. Ha ha ha. So yeah, he takes another swing and his cane uh, hits the cobblestone street and it like cracks a Mm -hmm. little bit. That stone that he hits Mm -hmm. cracks. But you managed to, like, with one more roll, push yourself up, and now you are standing. Okay. Meanwhile, this rickshaw driver has been running down the street, ran into an arcade, ran to a larger street, and sees these two city guard members. And he runs to these men who are dressed in their, um, their city guard armor and garb, and approaches one who has, uh, this... Large guy, crew cut haircut, mm-hmm. short, dark hair, and says, uh, guard, guard, there are chasers down the street and they're attacking a woman. Roll plus luck. Plus my current luck? Plus, plus your current luck. Uh, you're the worst. You waited until I used my luck. I waited until I was appropriate. Ah, it's a six plus one. You only rolled one die. Was I supposed to roll two? You always roll two and don't oh, well, I don't know why I thought I was only rolling one. I'm sorry. That was a nine plus one is a ten. The other city guard turns to Evaristo mm-hmm. and says, um, we're off duty. Let someone else handle it. And uh, turns to continue haggling over some meal that he was going to buy from a street vendor. But Evaristo mm-hmm. uh, looks down at this kid and grabs the handle of his sword and mm-hmm. says, um, show me where. And the kid 
starts bringing him back. Awesome. Uh, could you just real quick recap for our listeners who Evaristo is? Evaristo is uh, Gilberto and Flora's son. Who I may or may not have already gotten into an argument with where I was just super rude. Yeah, you were kind of mean to him. Yeah, I was. I but was. Because he was kidnapping me. He was not personally kidnapping he you. He was a part of the party that was he kidnapping was, me. He was escorting you on your kidnapping. <laughs> he was kidnapping me. Okay. Um, so we're back at the fight. Mm-hmm. All right. I am shouting at the guy with the cane. Okay. Why are you coming after me as I'm stabbing him? <laughs> okay. Uh, roll hack and slash. Six. Plus dex is one set. Seven. That's seven. Does he answer my question? Do I have to roll something else for him to answer my question? Because I keep, I've been asking questions and no one's answering me. Oh, well, I think they've been kind of busy but with I you want, hack and slash. But I want an them. answer. Well, roll your damage. Five. <laughs> you get him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think with a, a, a five, you, uh, you swing and how do you, how do you take him out? Am I killing? I don't want to kill him. I want to slash him. Can it be two small moves instead of one big one? Sure. I want to slash him against. I want to slash him in the crook of his arm that's holding the cane. Yeah. And then I want to slash him across the belly, but like little slashes, not real deep ones, but enough to like sting and hurt. Yeah. Uh, You get his arm, and he drops the cane, and it kind of clatters to the ground, and then you get him across the belly, and you meet some resistance Mm -hmm. there. As his, uh, as his... City guard armor. Burlap sack sl- is slit open, revealing some steel armor, um, like a steel band just around his belly. That might belong to the city guard? No, it looks more cheaply made. It's okay. like wrought iron. Okay. But I think the force of your slash kind of knocks him back mm-hmm. and uh, sends his ass to the ground. And he starts scrambling up. I start approaching him with my blade drawn to him. Okay. Who sent you? And he's looking up at you with his mask, and I think you can see, like, the white of his eyes through the eye holes, and he's kind of scrambling backwards, and then you hear heavy footsteps and the rattling of armor from behind you. And I'm yelling, who sent you? You hear behind you someone yell, stop, city guard. This chaser that you have on the ground gets up, and he books it. He gets up and he turns and runs. And the I other think two he, are gone? No. Okay. He runs past the other two and he slaps the guy who had the dagger and said, come on, let's go. The guy who's holding his friend who mm-hmm. you slashed his ankle, uh, he goes, uh, but Sancho. And he goes, leave him. And he takes off. This guy who had the dagger looks at his friend, drops him. And books it down the street. I start running after them, and when I see that they drop Sancho... Sancho. Sancho. I stay with Sancho. And this clanging gets closer, and uh, slowly, like, starts to slow down as it approaches, and you hear a voice, a familiar voice say, You again. Are they with you? As I'm pointing my sword at the one whose ankle I crisscrossed. Evaristo kind of approaches you, and he he walks your side, and he goes, No, they're not with me. Well, they attacked me, and you attacked me earlier today, so... 
Why would I not think they're connected? He, she's still pumped. She's very angry. He uh, kind of shoots you a look and looks down at uh, at this chaser. And I think he just reaches past you and grabs this guy by the shoulders mm-hmm. and lifts him up and rips off his mask. Mm-hmm. And underneath the mask, there's a gaunt-faced man with very like sharp, hawkish features. Evaristo looks at him and goes, um, What are you doing here? Sancho just, like, tight-lipped, just, like, looks down at the ground. And Evaristo looks at you and goes, are you okay? I am now. I got this one. <laughs> he looks down at this guy's, like, blood-soaked boot and goes, yes, I can see that. Uh, he goes, what are you doing here? I, coincidentally, was going to your parents. He kind of shoots you a look of confusion. <laughs> Why? I... Wanted to check up on them, see how they were doing. You were doing it to annoy me, yes? Not entirely. I did know them before I annoyingly met you. He groans. He looks around and he sees like a small crowd has kind of gathered. And he turns to the kid who got him and he goes, um, I keep saying kid. I don't really imagine this person as a kid. I imagine like late, late, late teens. He goes, um, you're free to go. And, uh, he goes, did you pay him? I didn't get to my destination. Why would I pay him before I got to my destination? He gives you a coin to give to the kid. And I give it to the kid. Thank uh, you. And then he goes, um, he goes, we should get off the street because we're starting to draw a crowd. Probably. I agree. And he carries Sancho off the street and, like, to the sidewalk. And I think he carries him to, like a space between two buildings like he carries him to an alleyway and he sets him down and i think he pulls a shackle from his from like his side mm-hmm. i think it's just like a wrought iron like rectangle okay. that you can like slide one end okay. and like insert hands i'm not picturing like handcuffs i'm thinking more of like a like a stock okay um and he locks this guy's hands and kind of sets about inspecting his foot. Well, actually, do you? what do you want to do while he's doing this? While he's kind of, like, tending to this guy? I am slowly calming down. Kind of, for a little bit, quietly observing. And then I go really close to the kid. Like, whisperable close. And I go, who sent you? Wait, the kid with the rickshaw? No, the, 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 I'm assuming he's a kid. The gaunt, hawk-faced oh, Sancho. Oh, no. He, Sancho is, like, middle-aged. Okay, so I go up to the middle-aged man, and I go, Who sent you? I'm a little bit calmer, not mm-hmm. yelling at him, but I am creepy whispering. He, uh, he grimaces as Evaristo is kind of, like, tending to his foot. And he goes, um, you can't just gut one of our men and think that our boss isn't gonna come out after you. And I think he like spits on the spits in the road. Who is your boss? He goes to make a rude gesture with his hands, mm-hmm. um, and Everyster kind of like smacks the stock and like smacks his hand back into his lap. And he goes, "I'm not gonna tell you." Uh, and Everyster goes, "It's no matter. We'll be finding out soon enough." And I look at Ev- Everyster mm-hmm. and I go, "But will I be finding out? They're coming after me." He frowns. As he kind of looks you over and goes, why are they after you? Because I was defending a friend. I happened to gut a city guard 
who was dressed as a null raider person, snatcher. Chaser. Thank you. A chaser. And I was defending myself and my friend. And now they're after me because I was defending myself and my friend. I can't help it that I'm good at defending myself and my friend. Every sister puts his hands on his hips and he goes, you're really getting involved with this whole null thing, aren't you? I am just making myself at home. I say with a charming smile, because sometimes I forget that my charisma is my best stat. That's a good call. Why don't you uh, roll to defy danger with charm? Okay. Ha! That's an 8, plus 2 is a 10. Okay. He looks from you, and he looks to Sancho. He goes, listen, I'm technically off-duty. My partner is just down the road. I'll take this garbage to, to him so that we can put him in lockup for the night. Uh, why don't you head to my parents' place, or well, to my place, and I will meet you there in an hour or so. Can I just, like, real side note? How shady must that sound to the guy who's sitting there? He's like, all right, the yeah. cop is like, all right, you go back to my place, I'll see you in a little bit. Like, Yeah, that's actually very true. <laughs> it's gotta be a little shady. That's just a side note. Actually, that's, I'm going to make a note of that. I don't know why you would. I've cu- I've hobbled this man. I cut his Achilles tendon. He cannot walk. Isn't that right? That's yeah. what happens? Yeah, mm-hmm. you, he's hobbled. Yeah. I have he's ruined, hobbled. I've ruined two of these people. That's true. You should stop sending people after me. Mm-hmm. Boss man of the chasers. Mm-hmm. So. That's definitely what's going to happen. They're not going to come after me anymore. <laughs> So uh, Everest just says that um, I should go back. To you his should place. go back to his place, and that he will he'll handle Sancho. Are you sure? I don't want your parents to worry if you're supposed to be home or anything. Uh, he goes, "It's not a problem. Just tell them that I'm still on duty and that I'll be home soon." Okay. All right. And I head off. All right. He gives you like specific directions from mm-hmm. there, and it's only like a few blocks. Okay. So even Sal can get there without getting massively lost. I mean. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We will see. I get lost in a parking lot, so we'll see. He has a pretty nice place. Uh, mm. It's not in the like rich north section of town, but it is in the northern section, northern-ish section of town. That's the section where I was kidnapped, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you were in the like the far north, the very rich, jujy right. mm-hmm. part of town. This is not as jujji. This is not as fancy, mm-hmm. um, but it's a nice place. Like it's a nice part of town. It's a it's like upper middle class. Okay. Suburbia area. All right, all right. And he, uh, or rather, you find his house, and there's a nice, brightly painted door, in an alleyway that leads to his house. And through the window, you can smell like tea and bread. Hmm. Do I hear anything? You hear movement inside. Okay. But nobody's talking. I knock. You hear... Uh, oh, wait, I lied. Yes. I knock and I say, hi, it's Sal. Yeah, you hear some, like, clanging and stuff and uh, a kind of rush to the door and Flora mm-hmm. opens the door and she goes, Sal, dear, you found us, but it's so late. Yeah, I, I, I just, uh, I got lost. Okay. She says with all the stutters. All right. She she goes, uh, she goes, oh, well, come in, come in. 
Evaristo is supposed to be home soon, but uh, he, he hasn't gotten home. I ran into him. It's how I got here. He's fine. He'll just be a little bit. When you enter, you see Gilberto uh, sitting at a table in this like dining area, and she's in this connected kitchen area, like putting together, like literally, I think, baking bread mm-hmm. and maybe boiling like a rice curry and making tea. I think when you walk in, Gilberto stands up from the table and walks over to you and goes, what would he call you? I guess he would just call you Sal. I wonder if he would have made up a fun nickname for you. Sound. He'd call me Manina. Manina? That's li- it's Portuguese for like little girl. Okay. That was my mom's nickname. It's where Nina came from. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. No, I think he just he goes he goes Sal. Does he call me by my full name? That's obnoxious. No, because I don't think. You, well, do you tell anyone what your full name is? Well, I mean, I mean I guess Sal is know. only the shortened like. Yeah. It's not. It's not its own name. It is a shortened version of Constant No, I think he goes. He goes. Sal, the little null chaser, or the little null killer. Oh, I didn't <laughs> kill that null. And he, he walks up, and I think he goes to give you a big hug. I stop him. Oh, okay. Well, I go, I would love a hug. I'm very dirty. Is uh, there anywhere where I can wash and maybe wash my clothes? He, he looks over, he goes, my gods, you are. You can use the, uh, the washroom. It's down this hall. And I think he, he walks you down. And he goes, do you have a change of clothes? I do not. Do you have anything, even temporarily, that I could borrow? I very much appreciate that you've allowed me into this home and are doing all of this for me. Please. He goes, I'm sure, I'm sure we can get you something of Flora's to wear for tonight. Thank you so much. I so appreciate you. And he takes you into the washroom. And I don't know how they wash. Is it old school wash with the washboard and some soap? Yeah. And like a basin? Yeah. I know how to do that. I, well, I mean, I think you're, you need to wash yourself, right? Yes. So I think they do have... Is it I, just like a tub? Yeah, I think they have a big tub and like a water tank. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you can use like a lot of water to mm-hmm. wash. You're pretty much just, you start scrubbing with like a gallon or two of water and that's all you have. Mm-hmm. But I think he does, he's, there's like a, there's a basin and then I think there's a tub and I think the basin is like a brass basin. It almost looks like the uh, braziers that they heat the Zafira on. Okay. And uh, in fact, I think it actually, there's like a stand and under that there's a place to build a fire and then the basin is like s- surrounded by Zafira crystals. Okay. Right. And he, he lights a fire and he pours you some water that you can use to just kind of basically rinse and soap your body. Right. And he prepares it for you and he goes, you take your time and when you're ready, Flo- uh, Flora will have dinner for us and hopefully Evaristo will be here. Thank you so much. I so appreciate this. He goes, I'll, I'll get you some place to sleep tonight. Thank you so much. And he kind of hobbles out. Uh, what do you do? Sal is definitely like, I need to get clean so fast because Evaristo is going to kick me out of this house. That is definitely what (laughs) she's thinking. But she gets into the not very much water Mm -hmm. and it's warm and she can start cleaning herself. Mm -hmm. And she's like, this is heaven. So she's enjoying herself. Do you think Sal is used to having like full baths? Yep. Like soaking baths? And someone who washes her for her. Mm. So I think she's just kind of like appreciating the warmth, 
but has no idea how to actually do any of these steps. Because yeah. as far as I am aware, this is episode 12 and she has never bathed herself. Yeah, this is her first bath in like four days yep. after spending two days living in the desert yep. and getting cut up real bad Yep. and getting stitched up. Yep. First real bath. Yep. Probably pretty gross. Yep. And she doesn't know how to do it. So she's just kind of like wiping herself down and putting her, I'm assuming, some sort of washcloth mm-hmm. back in the dirty water. That's not how you're supposed to wash yourself when you wash yourself in this sort of way. You're supposed mm-hmm. to have some sort of like clean water nearby. Yeah. So you can, yeah, she doesn't know how to do that. So she's kind of like wiping herself with dirty water, but it's warm. She's appreciating that. She's appreciating that the water is turning dirty because it means it's not on her anymore. Mm-hmm. Her hair is still a mess. That's going to be just gross be real gross and then she's gonna clean her clothes after she cleans herself she's gonna wash them okay she's gonna poorly very badly do it i I think part of the pentopolis like the pentopolis pantheon there is a deity of cleanliness Mm -hmm. and i think every like washroom has a little shrine to the deity of cleanliness and the deity of cleanliness is this very like matronly woman who like sits on a shelf high in the washroom and i think Sao kind of feels this matron kind of just like looking at her in a little bit of uh, disapproval. Yep. At, the, at these attempts to clean herself. I would say that is accurate. But you manage to get clean. You manage to get a little less stinky. Yep. Why don't you... Roll charisma. No, why don't you Social grace. take a... Uh, are you planning on sleeping here? I am. Okay. Why don't you do your... Am I recovering or am I just making camp? Make camp. That's okay. what I was. Why don't you do your make camp? Okay. I'm going to consume. Well, I'm gonna. I'm about to eat when I'm done washing myself. Yeah. So I'm gonna consume, consume that ration, and I get half of my max HP, which is 18. I'm at half, so I go back to my full. Okay. I'm at full HP, but I have to eat something. So I'm. I've washed myself. I've gotten my clothes. They're wet. They're mm-hmm. semi-clean though. I'm wrapping a towel around myself. A robe? They didn't give me clothes when I walked in there. Yeah, I think in the middle of you washing yourself, Flora walks in Mm -hmm. with a bundle of clothes. I feel like that would be kind of normal. Yeah. She walks in with a bundle of clothes, and I think she sees, like, these, like, cuts all over you, and she goes, my God, dear, did you get that in the camp? I didn't even notice. Don't worry about it. I say with a charming smile, thank you so much for all of these clothes. You're definitely going to have to defy danger with charm. With charm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, these old things? Don't worry about them. Oh, that's a 12 plus 2 is a 14. Oh, shit. You got boxcars? Okay, yeah. Um. Oh, these old things. Don't worry about Thank you so much for these clothes. I love these clothes. Tell me, why did you give me these clothes? I distract her. Oh, yeah. Amazingly. No, it works perfectly. And um, why? What are the clothes that she gives you? I imagined Flora in, like, nice for her dresses. So probably like handmade, she probably made them herself because her son has the nice house. This isn't her nice house. So I imagine that she's got these like matronly dresses, kind of like pull over your head, pioneerish dresses. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like it has like a poof in the sleeve. It's a little bit of a high collar. It's got weird floral patterns all over it. Like you know that it belongs to birds. a grandma. Bert. Oh God. Bert. <laughs> yep. Birds. It would be birds. It's going to be birds. But you know it belongs to, like, a grandma. You know Mm -hmm. it belongs to, like, an older woman. And it clearly does not belong on my body. Maybe it's got weird lace in the front. Why are the clothes 
sentimental to Flora because she made them? Because she made them. Okay. You totally get her off track talking about these clothes that she made and how much she loves them and how she's so happy to let you wear them. Why did you um, choose this flout? Why did you choose these birds? Why this cut? I mm. love it. The mastery in this is amazing. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So uh, you totally distract her. She totally gets hung up talking about the, this dress. I just realized why she gets distracted. Hmm. She has a husband and a son. No one appreciates <laughs> yeah. how good she is at what she does. Okay. And she leaves the clothes and she goes and, and lets you finish up getting cleaned up. You finish bathing, get dressed. Mm-hmm. What do you want to do? I go out okay. of the room and I thank everyone again. Well, I try to clean up after myself. I feel yeah. like I probably don't, don't do a very yeah, good job. Yeah, it's still pretty gross. Yeah. Um, but I try to clean up like after myself. Try to drain the water, dump it out, probably make a bigger mess, and then just kind of like leave the bathroom in just complete disarray. But mm-hmm. clearly I tried to clean it. I leave the mess I've just made. And I go into the kitchen where I'm assuming there are some food smells. And so, I eat something. Yeah. Uh, Flora sets in front of you uh, this uh, slice of freshly made bread and this, like, rice and curry sauce and gives you some tea. And uh, Gilberto is already eating. Uh, what do you guys talk about? Like, what, what does he... I, I, I think he just tries to make small talk with you. And um, I try to expertly avoid answering any of his questions and just continue asking him and Flora about what they've been doing and how Evaristo's been and how they're enjoying being here and all the things they're planning. Like, I keep asking them mm. questions and avoiding answering. Oh, uh, and they're they're so proud of Evaristo and he's working so hard to be a member of the city guard and he's doing such a good job and they think he's going to get a promotion soon and how they really respect the captain of the guard, Messia. She's just so, she's so no nonsense and she just gives off this air of strength that they really appreciate. And Mm -hmm. they just think she's such a good leader. So Um, I laugh when there's like, I can't help it. I like involuntarily like, like, ha, oh, ha, ha. That is, that is, those are the qualities that you want in a city guard leader. mm Mm-hmm. And I, like, can move on. And I'm like, oh, have you met her? Have you talked to her? Has she come over here? In, like, a not creepy way. Oh, you asked those questions? Well, not, but, like, I've just been, like, following up. I oh, asked follow-up questions. Yeah, like, Flora, like, like, laughs and she goes, the captain of the city guard in our home? No, no, dear. Um, we we can only hope that if Evaristo uh, gets, gets promoted high enough that we might get to meet her someday. You would only be so lucky. <laughs> Uh, and I think after a little while, uh, the door opens, and it's Evaristo, and, and Flora kind of gets up, and she runs, she goes over, and she hugs him, and she takes him over the table, and she sits him down, and he's, he keeps kind of, like, glancing looks at you, mm-hmm. and, um... So I'm wearing a dress now. Yeah. And he goes, is that my mother's dress? Your mother was so kind. When I came to her door and told her how I got lost, and you found me and told me how to get... Here, mm-hmm. I say, with a pointed look, staring directly into his eyeball so he understands what I'm doing. Okay. And I was so dirty, your parents let me get myself cleaned up. And while my clothes are drying, your mom graciously lent me this beautiful handmade dress. Flora goes, um, I can't believe how lucky it is that you two ran into each other on Sal's way here. And Arisa goes, right, lucky. <laughs> Very lucky. I mean, it was very lucky that we ran into each other while I was coming here. And Gilberto is kind of like shoveling um, the food into his face and he goes, um, 
I, I set her up a space to sleep in the living room for tonight, since Flora and I are in your guest room. And Evarista goes, okay, takes like a deep breath in through his nose and goes, all right, okay, yes, that's fine. Um, he goes, uh, Sal, how long are you planning? How long are you going to stay? Oh, for months, for months. And then I giggle and I go, Haha, I'm kidding, it's just for tonight. And Flora laughs with you and she goes, don't be silly, dear. You can stay with us and Evadristo for as long as you want. <laughs> and uh, I think she just pours seconds into your bowl. Yeah. And I think we will end there. Okay. This is such a pleasant scene. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying this scene. Oh. Evaristo. Second love interest? Who knows? Who do we have? Marinho and Evaristo? Oh, no. Third love interest. Because I am considering... That's the Omen. 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 Mm-hmm. Omen the Null. Mm-hmm. He's a good guy. Yeah. So Mourinho, Evaristo, and Omen. Please vote for your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> one will be... One, one will, will be, be crowned. <laughs> the Bachelor. Yeah. One will get the rose. <laughs> uh, do you know what you're going to take uh, when you level up? I do, actually, because I had thought about this. I am going to get the Duelist's Parry. When I hack and slash, I take one, plus one armor forward. Oh. Because I don't have any armor right now. Okay. So uh, that's for, like... If they uh, uh, if they get to trade damage, you'll take you'll get plus one armor. Yep. But you won't get plus one armor if you aren't currently hack and slashing. Correct. Yep. That's so, cool. So it's only when I'm hack and slashing. So it's more of an incentive for me to fight. Yeah, and to be aggressive in the fight. Yep. Cool. And you'll also get to up your stats, but we can work that out later. Yep. And let's see, end of session moves. Did we learn something new and important about the world? I don't think so. I don't think so. Did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? I don't know if he was notable. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, he was just faceless thug. Yeah. Uh, and did we loot a memorable treasure? Nope. No. So... But I got enough XP to level up. But so. you are still leveling up, so you're in a pretty good place. Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate you tuning in. We hope you're excited to be back in Segaranza. We are. We want to thank all of you guys for listening and continuing to listen. We really appreciate that. Uh, we also want to thank Zach B., our editor, for cleaning up our nonsense and yes. just generally being the reason this gets made. Uh, we want to thank In Love with the Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Nemo's Place off of the album Healing, which, this is super exciting, Healing just went on vinyl. <gasps> yeah, you can now get he- the album Healing on vinyl. So uh, we can post a link to that, I think think we'll probably post it on the facebook page and on the website you should definitely check it out it's super cool i kind of want it but i don't have a vinyl player i currently have one vinyl and that's the scott pilgrim versus the world vinyl um we don't have space for a vinyl don't encourage him to get one diana's looking at me like she's very mad at me for even saying that i want a vinyl player. yeah do not encourage him to get a vinyl player we don't have space but you should get one. You should get one. And I might get I might get a copy of Healing anyway. Uh, if <laughs> also thank you to Soy Milk Coffee for the artwork that we use for our logo. If you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, it really means a lot to us when you leave a review and by liking and subscribing helps other people to find us. Uh, please recommend us to your fellow RPG loving friends. You can find us online at heartpointspod.wordpress.com as well as facebook.com slash heartpointspod. 
You can also follow us on Twitter at HeartPointsPod. If you could tweet about us, we would love to see it. Tag us or hashtag HeartPointsPod, and uh, we will mention you on the show. Like Total Party Thrill just started following us. I love Total Party Thrill. They are a great D&D podcast. You should check them out. If you're doing any fantasy role-playing game or specifically like fantasy... Dungeon World, OSR style stuff. They're very good. Uh, thank you to Slashly Slash Monster. Thank you to, let's see, Dan Ford of Darkness, Justinius Arturius, Brit Bot. Uh, there's Slashly Slash Monster again. And JHM. Thank you all for tweeting to us and about us. We really appreciate it. Word of mouth helps us get found out. Otherwise, I think that's it. Yeah. Thank you all so much again for joining us, and we will see you again next week with more Segaranza. Woo-woo! In the meantime, have a very nice day. But, like, a very, very nice one.